0: Mexican night at the Esperance Turf Club this weekend. Also at the Esperance Holden Speedway. They've got a huge event coming up on Saturday night. We also did Who Is Funnier, myself or Tim Vine. And finally, at the end of this audio, you'll hear about the big changes coming to the Esperance Seafront Caravan Park. It's all coming up on the catch-up. Across Esperance, Sean for breakfast. Going for breakfast, Espen 747 Triple M. MMM. The Turf Club season is well and truly on the way. We've had one meet, which was pretty successful. I was there, had a really good time. Uh, Ernie McCreed was also there, our local bookmaker. He joins me in studio. Ernie,
1: how are you? Yeah, good, Sean. Uh, well, sort of good, yeah, but uh, uh, hello <laughs> gonna, to Sean. Oh, hello to the listeners. We're going to talk about you pulling a hammy, mate. <laughs>
0: You must be, what are you, 70 or something, and you, you're pulling a hammy. I what are you doing that for? Yeah,
1: we won't go there, but yeah, it's happened. I've pulled a hammy at my age. Are you going to be all
0: right to, to do your bookmaking this week? You'll oh, be all right?
1: I'll be sitting in a corner <laughs> doing my
0: bookmaking. Oh, goodness gracious. All right, we'll cover that first meet. It happened a few weeks ago. I spoke to Ken, the uh, Turf Club president. He said it was really good numbers for a first meet. Uh,
1: it was great numbers out there. They reckon they're up near their uh, record for the first meeting, and... Uh, with the crowd inside the pavilion and they were all out on the tables outside all enjoying themselves. Yeah, it was a really good day, good weather and I think the start of it was great. It
0: was magic. It was, the the grass there is as soft as any grass in Esperance as you're sitting down and of course the racing. And it was interesting meet. I think um, a couple of the favourites got up but most of all it was a few surprises but you did say in Turf Talk that it was a bit difficult to predict some winners for the first mate of the season.
1: Yeah, um... It certainly was, and uh, there was some roughies get up. but uh,
0: Which is what we like, right?
1: Well, uh, as long as you're backing them, yes. <laughs> uh, the bookies, they like the roughies. But, yeah. uh, uh, the local trainer, young Josh Brown, he had yes. a couple of winners. Uh, one particular, Where's Wally? Uh, that won very well, and uh, a new one in a maiden. He's got a busy one, so that was a good uh, win. Meryl Haley, she had a couple of winners. She won uh with Luna Rossa, the Jones Stewart Memorial Race, and she also won one with Will He Go West? Mm. And that uh, guy I was telling you about the jockey, mm. Chris Nickel. That's it. He's uh he's ridden a double there, which is a very good jockey. If he comes down, don't be frightened to back him, that's for sure. Uh Robert Payton won with uh what's called Last Legacy, Lisa Stable's riding. And Bruce Hyde, he's Pirates Mistress in the last with Renee Forrest aboard he got the chocolates which I did predict last week did he you? probably would get and it's paid very well too
0: what about um, what about that race with the horse Kickapoo that Kick- was your your horse of the meat Kickapoo I'm sitting there well, telling everyone Kickapoo 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 well, there was whispers Kickapoo uh, <laughs> was blowing up to being the <laughs> biggest horse since Maccabee Diva uh,
1: but, well poor old Kickapoo uh, but he, uh, hopefully uh, they put him out to uh, study his uh, his next career racing
0: <laughs> no, Kickapoo <laughs> He just didn't kick That was a problem And kick. A, he was probably Doing more kicking Of poos Than kicking on the race That's sure, sure it's
1: obviously You're back the horse <laughs> well, it's Is that obvious
0: I'm going bright red now Alright It was a really great meet And I was so glad To be there And there's another meet Coming up this Saturday The second of the season And this is A bit of a Mexican uh, Occasion there Ernie
1: Yeah well it's uh, What they're doing Is uh, they're having A Mexican buffet After oh. the last race
0: So enchiladas uh, Burritos Tacos uh, Oh it
1: will be on Um There will be a band with Steve West. Uh, He'll be out there with a band playing and uh, playing with dancing and all that carrying on stuff. Uh, (laughs) Not for you, though. The The dancing
0: for you, the (laughs) hobble for you in the (laughs) corner.
1: And. the last, they got late buses leaving. So yeah, you can get back into town. There will be a bus leaving later on. So stay and enjoy yourself.
0: It sounds really good. Uh, the, the buses go through town an hour before the first race. We will have you covered. We'll have your tips. We'll have everything about the day this Saturday morning. You got to tune into Turf Talk. That's me, Ken, and the wonderful Ernie, the crippled <laughs> Ernie, the hobbling Ernie. Thanks for joining me this morning, mate.
1: Thank you very much. George.
0: Across Esperance, Sean for breakfast. Feels good, I, feel, I feel a little bit strange belting out that song, screaming, "I'm just a girl," but I think it's all right, isn't it? Oh, there's that music. Ooh. It always creeps up on me on a Thursday. It is, who is funnier? Basically how this works is I get a very, very famous and well-known comedian, in this case, Tim Vine, to tell a joke. And then I tell a joke and you decide who is funnier. Feel free to give me a call, 13 27 10, if you have a joke yourself. And you can top either myself or Tim Vine. <laughs> so I went to the airport and I said to this woman, I said, <laughs> She said, no, sir, this is the check-in desk. Ah, good. Another one. And, uh, sorry, yeah, for a living. uh, See, I love that because that sums up my general sentiment. Sometimes I completely ruin the radio, and in my head I'm like, yeah, I do get paid to do this. How funny. Anyway, enough of me jibber-jabbering. Let's get on to my joke. Someone texted me in the middle of the night, right? All the text said was... G-A-B-N. I think that's just bang out of order. Sean goes bang! (laughs) Back into the music. Josh McAlpine. (laughs) I can see him outside shaking his head. Oh, mate, you tell a joke then. No, no, we'll talk about the Esmonds Holden Speedway next. Oh, goodness gracious. Playing Silly Buggers this Thursday.
1: Feel good. Back on. Feels good. Sean for breakfast.
2: is 747. The
0: annual 2020 Street Stock Race is happening this weekend. To talk to me about it, I have Josh McCowpun from the Esperance Holden Speedway. He's the communications manager there. Josh, your boy, how are you? I'm very well,
2: Sean. How are you going this morning? Really well. Tell me about Jack Barnwell. Will anyone beat this guy? Uh, if his car breaks down, we'll all have a bit of a crack. <laughs> but now nah, this is Jack's pet event. And yeah, he's going for his 6-1 in total, but five in a row, believe it or not. And
0: um, is, he, is he like a state champion or something? He like? is.
2: He won the state title um, over in Collie last year and, um, yeah, become the West Australian champion. So we all knew that he had plenty of talent locally, but he's taken it up to the states now. So it's really good. We've got Jack back here again to defend his crown. So basically, this is just a short, sharp, really fast, hard race. Absolutely. So the twenty twenty is uh, an event where we have two drivers per team, so um, two drivers per car. Be like a Bathurst scenario, I suppose, yes. with um, your co-driver, and each car's got to compete uh, four heats, so two per driver in the thing. And then the so top points will start the the first twenty laps final from the start, and essentially um, once that's finished, um, we will swap drivers and get get the. The A-grader's in, I suppose, for the second 20, and, yeah, we'll see if Jack Barnwell can be beaten.
0: So who's his partner this year? Because obviously that's pretty important.
2: Yeah, he's raced with Dean Shaw again, who he's won, I think this will be, he's won three or four of them with Dean already. Including um, last year. Including yeah. last year. So, yeah, Dean's no slouch behind the wheel, and that's for sure. But he's got a lot of really good um, competition this year, and I think some of the local guys will give him a hard time.
0: All right, go on. Who's going to give him a hard time? Who's going to get over him?
2: Oh, I reckon Zane Humphreys, the perennial favourite, will be up there for sure. Um Wade Rigney with Gary Leeson in his car depending on if Wade's going to do the second 20 or Gary, that thing will will push it all the way up the front and uh, don't discount Damien Amato driving the 31 entry of Tristan Strowett, um a hard charger from down the southwest of WA so there's going to be plenty of competition. What about yourself? Are you going to get behind the wheel? Yeah, we're behind the wheel. Got my mate Ooh. Justin coming down from Perth to partner myself so yeah, we'll be there making up the numbers mate and if everyone else breaks down we, we might uh, get sneak up towards the podium but yeah, we're, we're not going to be in it to win it. We just really want to finish because that's a Big achievement of this is, is making it to the finish line. Okay, what you need to do is get a photo of uh, Stephen Bradbury <laughs> and put it on your put on your dash or somewhere,
0: and then just pray to the man, pray that everyone else falls over. I mean, it worked for him.
2: Oh, absolutely, yeah. Now if we could do it, Bradbury would be awesome. But no, it's just a really good event to get around, and uh, a lot of people travel from uh, Kalgoorlie and Perth and down the southwest to be part of it, and to have fourteen cars again. The special thing is that the Jetty Resort and Bay of Oz cover style Furniture are back on board again for the third or fourth year in a row, and um, yeah, it's just a great event to get around.
0: It sounds you've sold it really well. I'm excited. So it starts at 4.30. That's when the gates open. Uh, what else have we got in terms of a bit of entertainment? I'm expecting burnouts. Yeah, you-
2: so burnouts from 5.00, um, they'll do their first two heats before 6.00, and then we're into it with um, All-Star Juniors, Rookie Juniors, um, Productions, Amcas, and then obviously a straight sock 2020, so um, yeah, it's looking like it's going to be a good night, and the weather's looking mint.
0: Um, last meet, there was a I caught up with Bronte, and there was a uh, Bronte Humphreys, and there was a few uh, a few incidents which were really exciting. Everyone was safe, and that's the main thing, and that's why we can talk about this jovially. Um, some of those juniors a bit shaken up, or what?
2: Uh, a little bit. They weren't too bad um, last week, but yeah, just mainly with. Um, Greg Horan deciding he wanted to be Tony Hawk and grind the back <laughs> fence is the um was the major incident. But, yeah, yeah, everyone's come out of that pretty well. Just a testament to the uh, safety of the vehicles.
0: Yeah, and I think um there'll be a few spectators who be thinking a bit more carefully about where they should park yeah, next abso- time, where they should absolutely. set up. absolutely.
2: The safety fence and the, the second fence back is an indication of, of where you should park. But, yeah, if you want to park a couple metres further back, it should be fine. But a bit of a challenging racetrack last week and then let's just hope that with the weather that we've got, we can produce something that's going to be a little bit better.
0: Really looking forward to... To it it is the eighth annual Street Stock 2020 Challenge. Uh, gates open at 4 30. Get there, um, get a lift out so you can have a few drinks as well and enjoy yourself. Josh McCalpine will be there behind the wheel as well as wandering around. Make sure you say good day to him. Josh, thanks so much for joining me this morning. No worries, Sean, and we'll see you at the speedway. Across Esperance. Sean for breakfast Feels good. Exciting news. For the uh, Esperance Seafront Caravan Park, because it's just been bought out by RAC. It used to belong to the Shire. They've sold it on to this, this, well, insurance company. They also obviously do motoring services. And they're not just going to acquire it, they're also planning some big changes. There's going to be an upgrade of the entire facility. Check this out for some exciting things. The replacement of the existing amenities building, they're going to upgrade the services infrastructure, they're going to add a pool, a modern camp kitchen, games room, barbecue areas and playground equipment. They're also going to add a variety of self-contained accommodation units. So I think they're going to have sort of some more fancy stuff for those you know, flash packers. They're also going to renovate the reception building. So basically how you see it, it's going to look new, improved. RSC own a whole bunch of caravan parks along the coast. They're going to try and get their RSC members with them. There's a few of them. There's a lot of them to travel up and down, trying to uh, tap into our great tourism spots. I think it's a really great move. And just for your own information, RAC, what does that stand for? I always thought it was just car backwards, and that was a niche thing about it. No, it stands for the Royal Automobile Club. So there you go. A little bit of a Thursday fun fact.
1: Short for Breakfast catch up on Triple M.
0: Bye-bye. Have a good time.
2: Listen to Short for Breakfast wherever you are. Download the Triple M app now.